Hi, <laughs> welcome to Colonial Williamsburg, past and present on history.org. This is Behind the Scenes. Hey, welcome to the podcast. I'm Harmony Hunter, and my guest today is Mark Schneider. Mark, thanks for being with us. Pleasure to be here. Mark, I have asked you here today because I wanted to challenge you to a dueling podcast. You're here to talk to us about the tradition of dueling and dueling throughout the ages. Where does dueling begin? That's a great question. And uh, to answer that, uh, I actually began with the dictionary, the Merriam-Webster dictionary, and what the definition of what a duel is. Uh, And it says, um, a combat between two persons... Uh, one fought with weapons in front of witnesses. That's a rather broad subject to cover. And when you ask the question, what is the first duel or where does it begin? Uh, some people have even said that the first duel is between Cain and Abel in the Bible. Uh, others uh, relate um, Hector and Achilles from the Iliad, Homer's uh, epic poem uh, uh, of the fight between the Greeks and the Trojans. Uh, others will go to the Aeneid and Turnus against Aeneas, and, and so forth and so on. But other historians will say, well, those aren't truly duels. For if you look at that definition, a combat between two persons, okay, that's established, but one fought with weapons in front of witnesses. And that's truly what makes a personal argument or fight uh, between two people uh, and a duel a different uh, subject. Uh, because one is done according to rules and regulations, and one could be maybe a disagreement in a bar room. Uh, so that's where dueling comes into play, uh, where rules and regulations, a code uh, to fight this, uh, this battle or this disagreement over, uh, comes into play. Are there different types of duels? Absolutely. Uh, duels, um, or the history of dueling, uh, many historians will break it down into the three different categories and that is the judicial duel, uh, the duel of chivalry, and the duel of honor, which is perhaps uh, the most famous, the one that most people talk about. Uh, and when you talk about a, a judicial duel, uh, the first one of those uh, comes into mind. Uh, it can be traced back to 501 AD uh, with King uh, Gunderbald of the Burgundians, um, a region in, uh, before the nation of France is established. Uh, and he legally established the trial by combat, So here is a combat between two people who have a disagreement, uh, and it is felt that the only way that this disagreement uh, can be brought to judgment or someone uh, be found exonerated or free of of the accusation that they've been accused of is by fighting. Uh, So this duel uh, of 501 AD uh, was when two Burgundians were angered with one another in a disagreement, uh, they could swear an oath that they were in the right, that they were not lying, uh, and then fight this combat. And hopefully through divine intervention, God would uh, be on the side of the righteous. Uh, The victor would be the person who was telling the truth. So the trial by combat uh, began, or the first duels began, or first recorded duels. Now this would evolve, and it's very similar to the duel of chivalry. Uh, when you think of, think of knights, uh, perhaps the tournament, knights on horseback, jousting, uh, well, that was done for, for show, perhaps for princes, for kings, uh, for the public, and also as a, a martial display for the knights to show that they were uh, very talented or very um, proficient in the fact that they were knights uh, and show their, their ability there. But also it could be to decide something, once again, like the trial uh, by combat, this uh, duel of chivalry 
could be fought uh, over the argument of who owns this portion of land or who shall claim this city uh, or who claims the right to this or to that. So the duel of chivalry will be fought between two knights individually in front of witnesses, maybe a king or the people of the region they're from, uh, and it will be to decide uh, a question or an argument over something. Now, as I mentioned earlier, the most famous duel is going to be the duel of honor. Uh, And this is where an individual feels slighted, feels insulted for whatever subject it could be. Uh, Many of these duels were fought... um, over a personal insult, somebody did something that somebody was uh, upset about. Uh, Quite often, they were fought over women. Uh, We still see fights over women today, Uh, but of course, uh, they're not uh, usually, that we know of, settled in some sort of duel uh, or any argument at all. And the history of dueling uh, has shown us that uh, it can truly be over any subject at all. Uh, One odd duel comes to mind, if I may, uh, in which uh, two gentlemen in France were were uh, playing billiards or playing a, a game of pool, and they got into an argument over who was in the right over some shot that was taken, uh, and they got so upset about this that they actually decided to fight a duel. There were other others present, uh, so they uh, they decided to, to fight this duel. And the way they were going to fight this duel uh, was with one of the balls, one of the cue balls. And each would be given an opportunity to throw the cue ball at the other. Uh, Well, unfortunately for one individual, the one who was to throw second, he didn't even get an opportunity because the first person threw the ball, hit the other gentleman in the head, and killed him outright. Tell me more about those rules and regulation that separate a duel from just a regular altercation. There are many rules and regulations that have been written down over history or some unwritten. Uh, but all of them will be based upon a code of honor. So that means uh, two people, if they get into a disagreement, will first have to call upon their seconds or their friends who will act for them, who will do all of the conversing, arranging of the duel. And the two combatants will not even speak with one another. They will speak through their friends or their seconds. So, for example, a, a second will go to the person who... Uh, has insulted them and say, uh, my friend has been insulted because of this, and he demands satisfaction. He would like you to meet tomorrow at dawn. Uh, Then his second uh, will in turn talk to the person who's been insulted, uh, and they will come to all the agreement, whether it be the location, the weapon to be used, and even the argument to make sure they're on the same sheet of music, and that the two individuals will meet. Now, why have seconds? Why have thirds, fourths, fifths? Uh, friends that are with you, because if you are incapable of fighting this duel, whether you break your leg in route, whether you fall ill, it is the responsibility of your friend or your second uh, to fulfill that obligation, to uphold that code of honor. So though you might not have the disagreement with the individual you are fighting um, as his second, you still have to fight that duel under the strictest code of honor. Uh, This uh, came into a written word with the code duello. Now, that is not the first uh, of the written codes uh, in which uh, there's a format of of ways you will fight duels, um, but it is uh, the most famous. And that's uh, produced in 1777 uh, by a few Irishmen, uh, and the Irish were uh, great duelists known uh, for dueling quite often in various uh, forms. 
and they wrote this down of a, of a various uh, group of rules. I, I have the code duello uh, right here, and I'll just uh, read a, a couple passages from it. Um, and there are 26 commandments to these uh, to the code duello. Uh, but just to give you an example, uh, the first offense requires the first apology, though a retort may have been more offensive than the insult. So just to give you an example, uh, it goes in such depth uh, about uh, how specific you want the duel to be fought. 26 rules, it strikes me as such um, a ritualized social ceremony among gentlemen. In Europe, uh, it was expected, particularly in the 17th and 18th centuries, uh, it was expected of a gentleman uh, to, uh, to fight a duel. You would be considered uh, kind of a weakling or someone uh, who is not uh, brave or, or, or lacks uh, uh, physical or moral courage to have taken part in a duel. It's sort of your rite of passage. And we look at so many where fr in France where dueling is so very popular, uh, you're hard-pressed to find uh, an aristocrat, a French nobleman of note, that has not fought a duel. Uh, and if they have not, it, that will be remarked upon as well. Oh, look at this uh, individual. He's never even fought a duel. Uh, whereas here in America, uh, a Frenchman actually commented upon American duels. Uh, Alex de Tocqueville, uh, commenting in 1831 on the state of dueling in America, observed that the duel based on extreme susceptibility uh, to points of honor, uh, the monarchical uh, duel, is almost unknown in America. The laws which oblige a man to fight in some parts of Europe in certain defined cases do not exist at all. He conceded that duels did take place in the New World, but described that as no more than a means outside the law of satisfying violent passions. Uh, there are very few duels in America, but they almost always end fatally, uh, implying that uh, in America uh, that perhaps they might not fight duels as often as that of the European for their reputation, but when they do in fact fight them, they mean business, and it's usually going to cause uh, the death of one individual or another. That's Colonial Williamsburg, past and present this time. We like hearing from you. Send us a comment at history.org slash podcasts. Check back often. We'll post more for you to download and hear.